Hi, I'm Val Hart, the real Dr. Doolittle, and my guest today is Angela Adkins. She's a fellow animal lover. She's also a practitioner and instructor for the Body Talk System of Energy Medicine, and she teaches another wonderful life-changing technique called Mindscape, which is partly why I wanted to talk to her today. Angela specializes in transformation and personal growth, and her passion is in helping people live a more inspired and conscious life. She partners with her husband, Todd, in teaching, and they live in Dallas, Texas, with their two children, Lauren and Cal. Welcome, Angela. Hi, Val. Great to be here. Good. I'm so glad you could join us. So tell us, how did your journey into this type of work begin? Well, in my 20s, I was a flight attendant for Delta Airlines. Cool. And I traveled the world. Wow. I absolutely loved my job. It It was an amazing opportunity to learn about people firsthand. You know, people were my best teachers. What I realized during that time period of not sleeping and um, having <laughs> a jet lag and mm-hmm. not taking care of my body nutritionally, I became very ill. Mm. And I ignited a disease in my body that was part familial, and also I had a little bit of history of immune issues. Um, but I had a what many doctors describe as fibromyalgia-like symptoms. Mm and uh, chronic fatigue, which is, it can be very debilitating. Yes. And I started down this road of um, immense pain, depression, inability to sleep, I had insomnia, mm. and it was cascading into a very serious situation. And in my quest to discover natural alternative therapies for my healing, I decided to go to massage therapy school. Okay. Uh, what I realized was, you know, doing the job that I was doing, although I loved it, wasn't the best environment for me physically, mentally, or to raise children. Yeah. You know, I saw so many moms cry on the jump seat because they were missing their babies for steps, and I thought, I just can't do that, even mm-hmm. though Hawaii is tempting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, massage therapy school was my first step, and then it just took off from there. And I specialized in fibromyalgia care. Um, and, of course, as we do as practitioners, healing myself as I facilitated that for other people. Right. Loved what I did, became uh, so healthy, but still had some missing links in my wellness. I still had questions unanswered, Mm -hmm. and that's when the body talk system came into my life. Wow. I love that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's where you and I originally met. Yes. Back in 01 and 02. Mm -hmm. I love that. And uh, you may not know this, but I was there seeking answers and help for my own chronic health and pain problems, as I also have a chronic fatigue uh, issue or have had for a very long time. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got Lyme disease in 1988 and just t- tanked after that. So, mm. you know, it was in the middle 90s. I was literally dying. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a long road of recovery for me as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I knew there were things that brought us together there, and I know a lot of our listeners also suffer from these kinds of problems. So, mm-hmm. um, And I know we want to help them know that there are answers and there is help. There, there we found them. it. Yes. We found it, yes. Yeah, we did. So so what life changes have you seen as a result of that? I would say that those types of symptoms went into total remission. Really? Wow. Yes, for many, many years. I was catapulted on this path. Literally, it was like grabbing hold of a caboose of a train, and it just mm. took off, and I was with mm. it. Wow. Became a um, full-time body type practitioner within six months. Wow. I know, I know. Talk about clouds opening up and the trumpets. Mm-hmm. It was like, mm-hmm. wow, this is it for me. This is yeah. what I've been looking for. So my entire life changed within a year. Yeah. I had a baby. Yeah, I had my second uh, child, Cal. Wow. 
Wow. And so I, I was going through that learning process as well as becoming a mom for the second time. I knew. You know, when you, when you, when you find something that you just, I just knew that this is it for me. This mm-hmm. this has been uh, the most miraculous. Is it, I really, that's the only, the only word that I could think that I could use to describe it for me. Mm-hmm. It felt instantaneous. It was an, a, a huge shift in um, personal awareness, consciousness, mm-hmm. awareness of my environment. Mm-hmm. And I, I went on to... Uh, to train to teach the system. That's really been my path and the path of, of, of our entire family right. uh, for the past eight, nine years. Wow. You know, yeah. I just realized that our listeners may not know much about the Body Talk system. Can you tell us briefly what that actually is? I want people to know that we also do Body Talk on animals. The Body Talk system is a holistic, integrative form of energy medicine that honors the body's natural ability to heal. Okay. We know that that we as practitioners don't do anything. We just get to observe. Everyone's body can do it on on its own. And by not having an agenda and being the observer of someone's experience, they are free to shift, and uh, we help the body connect different areas. Let's say um, there's, if they have an endocrine issue going on that's displaying in some type of symptomology or um, they've been diagnosed with something, as a practitioner, we use... Um, Muscle checking, which is an intuitive form of diagnosis, that we get to uncover what the underlying lack of communication is in the body-mind. And it may be an environmental issue. Mm-hmm. It may be that they're stressed out at their job. Yeah. It may be financial. It may be hereditary. It's, you know, that's called epigenetic factors, which is a big buzzword now that Bruce Lipton has brought to the forefront. He's okay. a very well-known you know, doctor and scientist. It's, so non, it's completely non-invasive. It's very relaxing, immensely powerful. Thank you. Yeah. That helps. Okay. And I know people can find out more about that mm-hmm. um, on our websites as well as the Body Talk System, yes. right? The, yes. yes. Bodytalksystem.com. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Let's go on then. I know that one of the things you have been led to work with is Mindscape. Mm-hmm. And so before we talk about Pumpkin and your cat and your experiences with him, maybe we should give folks an idea of what Mindscape is all about too because that's integral to our story today. It is very much so. After I became very involved with teaching Body Talk, mm-hmm. uh, Mindscape is actually one of the courses in the Life Sciences program within the Body Talk system. Mm-hmm. And it's actually the methodology that Dr. Veltheim used to create the Body Talk system itself. Right. Many people don't realize that. I did not know that either. Mm-hmm. He, he compiled this weekend course from everything he had learned as a young person and his travels around the world mm-hmm. and something that was uh, very easy to learn, very easy to teach to people that they could integrate instantly into their lives. And it's mm. how to trust your gut, ah, how to embrace our natural, intuitive sense, to be able to use our imagination. I think our sense of play and fun yeah, to interact with our life. It's a, it's a language, actually, that we learn. I mean, it's, it's, I think that it's the equivalent of learning a foreign language in a weekend. Oh, cool. That's what students have told me. Wow. Yeah. So when I took the Mindscape course, literally, I mean, next to my first Body Talk System <laughs> experience in class, uh-huh. Uh-huh. that was the second turning point of my life because I thought, oh, you mean I'm not weird? <laughs> you mean the way I've been my entire life is normal and it's actually beneficial for my body? <laughs> How could oh, that possibly be? Wow. Maybe that's <laughs> why I've been so ill. I've been denying uh-huh. a true essential part of my nature yeah. that's required yeah. for health and well-being. Yes. And I thought, if I'm doing that, who else is doing that? Well, 
a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Most people. Most. Would most you agree with me on that? Absolutely. Yes, unfortunately so. Uh, however, mm-hmm. interestingly, our animals actually don't. No, they don't. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> really fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, why they are, you know, our best teachers in that area. They are. They are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So other famous people have used Mindscape, right? Yes, they have. Yeah. Give us a rundown on some of those so people will know that we are not alone, that this is yeah. something that has been used to the ages for great effect. Mm-hmm. You know, people that we would consider geniuses of our time, Albert uh-huh. Einstein, Edison, Tesla. Ed- Edison. Okay, yes. okay. Mozart. All of these famous men and many, many countless others mm-hmm. have used a workshop, that's in quotations, type of brainstorming. Tesla even talks about this. Nikola Tesla talks about this in his memoirs. He says, I go to this place in my mind where I run through things in my imagination over and over and over again. And when I bring them out into reality, they're always right 100% of the time. He was a master inventor. Thomas Edison was, uh, you know, the same way. They were actually contemporaries. They were, you know, inventing at the same time period. And Edison realized that when he was in this nice, relaxed state by the fire in the evening, sitting in his rocking chair, rocking next to the fire, hearing the rocking chair creak across the wood floor. You can imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Warm. That he would have his hands in his lap, and he would. that's when he would come upon his ideas. Oh. And what would happen for him is at the end of a long day, he would fall asleep, and he would wake up and think, oh, what was that idea? And he would have a difficult time recapturing that brainstorming right. process. Right. So he put ball bearings in his hands. Huh. <laughs> in the, the, the most simple genius, right? Uh-huh. Put ball bearings in his hands. And okay. what happens when we start to fall asleep? Our hands relax. The right. ball bearings would fall on the floor, and he would wake him up. I love that. And he could, oh, that's what I was thinking of. What a great low-tech idea, huh? Isn't that a great low-tech? It's so <laughs> inexpensive. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh. Ball bearings on the wood floor. I well, love that. The great thing about Mindscape is that in this weekend course, we we remind people that we can stay in this relaxed state of mental focus is called the alpha state. Okay. You don't have to carry ball bearings around. <laughs> okay. Or, or go onto the roof and feed heavy. pigeons, yeah, like, <laughs> like Tesla did. Um, or okay. lay on the grass and stare at the clouds like Einstein did. That's when yeah. he came upon the theory of relativity. He was oh. lying up looking at the clouds pass by, wow. pondering. Wow. That's a natural state of alpha. The benefits. Yeah. Of that we could go on and on about that. Yeah, yeah, a natural thing. I love that because it's also really cool. You said that because all of us do those things. Yes, you know, all of us mm-hmm. do that. We call it daydreaming or whatever. But there's yes. a specific way to go into the alpha state that can be incredibly productive and revealing. So now let's talk about pumpkin. Mm. So folks have an idea of that mm. and, and how that works. Because I know you used tools and Mindscape to help you with his illness and and subsequent death and transition. Mm-hmm. So give us some background, Angela. Tell us tell us a little bit about what happened. Well, Pumpkin was our family pet, our dear friend. That we um, He was 16, yeah. and we adopted him from the shelter when he was just a preemie, I called him. We had to bottle feed him <laughs> oh, wow, <a> preemie. <laughs> to keep him alive, and he lost uh-huh. all of his hair. And so he was our little bald preemie kitty <laughs> for a solid year. And many vets said, he's not going to make it, he's not going to make it, he's not going to make it, he's not going to make it. Well, 16 years later, you know, he did. The healthiest cat I've ever known. And every vet after that said, this is the healthiest cat I've ever seen. (laughs) 
thank you, Body Talk. Yes, and yes, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah. It was a Body Talk kitty. Um, oh wow. Yeah. Anytime he had anything going on, runny nose, um, you know, a splinter, uh-huh. a cat fight, instantly uh-huh. we, we would do a Body Talk for animals. I would use the mindscape techniques that I learned, and um, wow. he would take care of that on his own. Mm-hmm. In, in 16 years, we only had to go through that a couple of times. Pretty wow. Amazing. Yeah. That's, ama- that's wonderful. Yeah, pretty amazing. It was a very stress-free life for everybody, for him. Yeah, it helps, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, toward Good. the you know, the last six months or so, he began to exhibit some very strange behaviors, very different than his normal personality. It wasn't constant. It would come and go. Hmm. Things like he would look very confused. Mm-hmm. Um we would be able to sneak up on him in, in the backyard, which is very abnormal for a cat, mm. for him, because he could always sense where things were. Mm-hmm. And he cried a lot. Oh. It wasn't a, a hello cry. It was a I, I don't know where I am kind of cry. Ah. So I had many questions about that. And I had some suspicions um, yeah. about what was going on with him. But that was really the only outward symptoms he was displaying. So that went on for a little while. He had had some, some situations early on in life where I took him in for some, um, you know, vet checkups, vaccinations, mm-hmm. and to have his teeth cleaned, actually, once when mm-hmm. he was a kitten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they sedate them for that. He did, almost didn't make it out of that alive. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very touch and go, and um, we had to use antibiotics for something else um, once, and he had a very severe reaction to that. He, he usually had very severe reactions to vaccinations. He was a, mm-hmm. just a very delicate soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness we had these alternative ways of healing, right, mm-hmm. yes. for him. Because of that, you know, our vets knew this wasn't a cat that we could pill all the time and poke needles into mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and sedate. Yeah. Um, it just he was he was basically it just it wasn't it wasn't going to happen for him. So I used Mindscape to tune into him to see what was um, what was going on. Okay, because he was my cat, and cats mirror us. You know, animals do that. Yes, I learned do. that from you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and from, from yeah, from Animal Talk. Yeah, he would give me distinct messages. I was able to um, using my imagination and mindscape, which is the mm-hmm. framework that we use mm-hmm. in, our, in our creative uh, visualization yeah. capabilities. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I was able to uh, guesstimate. You know, I had a gut feeling mm-hmm. that he had some dementia going on, okay. and that he was it was a natural part of aging, and that he was losing his vision. You know, and that his kidneys might be struggling and that kind of thing. It was a, it was a natural part of getting older. Yeah. We also had a suspicion that he was living a double life. Really? <laughs> yes, and um, because he would come home after a couple of days. He, he loved being outside. That was He was inside for seven years, and then he we moved into this house with a beautiful neighborhood and tons of animals that lived outside, and that was what uh-huh. he wanted to do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, he would disappear for days on end, and he would come home, but he was perfectly clean, fed, and happy. Wow. Right. So I had to eventually release my worry about that. I'm like, so where are you staying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who's feeding you? Who's taking care of you? Who's brushing you? You know? Yeah, who, who's, who's your other family? Who's your other family? Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I really thought that he had several families. You know, we all really? take care of each other's cats. And yeah. But some things happened these last few months that really brought home synchronicity okay. of what he was here to teach us. Okay. I just don't even know where to to begin. It is such a amazing story. So is there, go ahead. Is there any one part of the story you'd like for me to focus on for him? I remember a bit when you brought me in. Mm-hmm. 
let's talk about that for just a moment because I know that's how I got involved in the story and that's actually how this concept for the interview even uh, yes. was born. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that part. I know that you were struggling with a lot of unanswered questions, concerns, mm-hmm. and were feeling really helpless mm-hmm. watching him decline mm-hmm. um, and all the vocalizing and knew mm-hmm. he was trying to tell you something that you got some messages on but weren't really clear on some others. Yes. Let's talk about that because I, I know you said that that was after what followed from that uh, session was pretty life-changing. Mm-hmm. That was a turning point. It was, was a turning point. point, right. It was it a was. major turning point for everybody. Yeah, thank right. you for reminding me of that. So I um, I use my mind skeptic techniques to, mm-hmm. I asked, who is the best person to help our family and help our cat with, yeah. with what's going on? Because I knew right. that the vet wasn't the option. You popped into my head. Oh, cool. And I said, well, of course. It was one of those V8 moments. I was like, oh, why haven't I called Val sooner? You know, uh-huh. why, haven't, okay. why did I do that sooner? Why did I? Uh-huh. And, um, and then I was actually at, a, at a, um, a class over the weekend, and a mutual friend of ours said, have you thought about calling Val? And I was like, okay, that's it. You know, uh-huh. I'm taking that second hint. Yeah, how many clues does the universe have to give us before exactly. we take Exactly. Right? Usually at three, I stop and listen, but this was two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I set up an appointment with you. And it had been years since we had talked. Yes, it had. Um, I really gave you very little background of what was going on because I knew that you would do that. Mm-hmm. I trusted that you would be able to fill me in on the priority. Mm-hmm. And you confirmed all of my my thoughts, my instinctual um, hunches. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, you, you filled in all the pieces. You put the puzzle together. It's as if I had this massive jigsaw puzzle on the table and you helped me fill it in. You know how satisfying that is when you get to put the last piece in the middle? <laughs> yeah. It was like, yes. Yeah, happy oh, dance. I yeah. suspected that. But uh-huh. yeah. we were. I was so close to the situation. I had a very difficult time because I was so emotional about it, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, so hard. I, had a, I really needed someone else's input. Right, right. That's what you were able to do for us. I'm so glad. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so what happened then? I instinctually, I intuitively knew that he was declining, and I did not want him to suffer through this. Um, yeah. I, I had a concern he would he would walk off the place and die in the bushes, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. that he was in pain that we didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Animals, oh, aren't they good at hiding pain from us? Uh, usually so, yes. I, I really, I thought that he was hurting someplace, but I couldn't pinpoint where. Yeah. And when you mentioned to me, you said, I think he's hurting in his neck. Uh, I mean, that, that communication session was just a beautiful. Mm, thanks. So I, I took I took your advice on all the things you suggested that we do to help okay. support him because okay. he was struggling in so many ways, nutritionally, yeah. energetically. He had pain going on. You you told us that you thought that he had, um, you know, some kitty dementia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I would need to remind him of things. Well, it was. It was, it was like, as if he had Alzheimer's. Yes. Literally. And you said you'll have to remind him to, to stay close. Yeah. 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 <laughs> have, mm-hmm. yeah. And I did that. I wanted to know what to do if, when it was his time. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Right. That's so important. That's one of the most important conversations. You know, it yeah. relieves the stress and makes everything so much simpler. That was huge for our family. Oh, because God. even though I knew it was right, uh-huh. I knew it was the most humane Right. gift that I could give him. Right, the gift of euthanasia, death with dignity, I call death. it. Exactly, death with dignity. I still had this little inkling in my heart of, but, but is there anything else that I could do? Mm-hmm. Um, is there a simple solution? You know, yeah. Can I like extend his life six more months? And I thought, what is the use? It, would it be quality of life? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would it lead to something like a tragic death of walking out in the street and being hit by a car? Yeah. That's what I didn't want to have happen. Yeah, that, um, yeah, and when they get to that point, that's what they do. Yeah. Okay, I'm out of here. They'll find a way to go. They will find a way yeah. to go, and that's really what I was feeling internally. So you helped give us so much closure and so much uh, peace about that, and there's something else that just I have to share with your okay. listeners. Okay. The, the biggest puzzle piece for me uh-huh. is that where was he hanging out? Oh, yeah, we have to talk about that. That was so cool. (laughs) (laughs) So where was he disappearing to all that time? Well, I I mentioned, you know, I think he's going someplace else. And then you said, yes, you know, I see a medium-billed elderly lady with gray hair. Yeah. And I thought, you know, racking my brain, who is that? Who is that in the neighborhood? So I used my mindscape techniques to actually pinpoint the home. Oh, cool. On our street. Yeah. It made all the sense. It was the yard without the fence. Uh Uh-huh. He just walked down the alley and walked right up to her back porch. Yeah, pretty much. Everyone else was fenced in. Yeah. And then you you gave us a lot of other wonderful details, like he was concerned about her health. Yes. And that um, she takes care of him like she brushes him. Because he had, the week before, this was the the, the big piece for me, the week before, his collar had fallen off. And that happens every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And I just have extra collars on hand. Well, at that time, I did not. And it was mm-hmm. concerning for me. I was like, oh, he's outside, doesn't have his rabies tags, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want to get picked up by the pound, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two days later, his collar was back on. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, I said, you're busted. <laughs> the, the mystery of the disappearing collar. <laughs> the disappearing collar, because over the years, it has mysteriously ended up in our mailbox. Oh. <laughs> uh, somebody, <laughs> he's dropping his collar in someone's yard, and they... You know, we have a lot of neighbors. We walk oh, yeah. the park together, you know, not to yeah. think much of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he trusted someone enough to let them put his collar back on. Wow. And a couple of times he would come <laughs> home and he wouldn't eat his dinner at night. And I thought, oh, someone's also feeding you. Who is this? Uh-huh. Who's taking uh-huh. care of my kitty? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so this is, this is what was so significant for me after the process yeah. of, of letting him go, you know, okay. after taking him to the vet and making the decision, which yeah. she helped me with. You know, she examined him and said, Oh, she said, you're right on target. Yeah, yeah. She said, what do you think it is? What do you think's going on? Uh-huh. Since, you know, even if we did do blood work, he wouldn't tolerate the medication. Right, right. And I said, well, this is what we think is going on. And she said, oh, yep, you're right on target. And, you know, it looks exactly like kidney kidney failure, liver failure, mm-hmm. and, you know, losing his sight. So after we <laughs> went through the process of euthanasia, I really resisted finding the neighbor. Yeah. Maybe it was my way of holding on, hanging on to the last bit of him. Uh-huh. You know, at the dinner table, I was, it was a beautiful evening, and I was looking, I was drinking some tea, looking into our backyard. And I've been dealing with a cold. And my kid, both of my kids say, Mom, I wonder why you're hanging on to this cold so long. Normally you don't get sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my husband, being a smarty pants, said, well, it's because you haven't, you don't have any closure about pumpkin, and you haven't gone over to visit the neighbor yet. And I said, well, aren't you <laughs> smart? Okay. After you hit him smart. with the roll. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as I throw food at him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, we have that kind of relationship. And I said, oh, thank you for that insight. I appreciate it. Yeah, and the kids yeah. chuckled. They said, uh-huh. you're right. That's probably what it is. You just, <laughs> just yeah. do it. Just do it. And I said, okay. Everyone got up from the kitchen table, and I sat there just thinking, what am I going to say to her, you know? Yeah. How am I going to explain myself? How, you know, what am I going to talk about? So I gathered up some p- pictures that I had of Pumpkin in the collage, and I sat down again at the table, and I was formulating my thoughts before I left the house. Uh-huh. I looked up into the backyard where my hammock was, and if you'll read the, my testimony, you'll see that 
the hammock was a significant piece of this. Well, the hammock was where we, we that was our ritual. That's where we talked. Okay. And you had said to me um, during our phone conversation, our session, he will give you a sign uh-huh. when he's ready to go. Yeah. Well, one evening he jumped into that hammock, wow. which he'd never done before. I don't know how he did it because it's very high and very tenuous. It's very, you know, it, you have to hold it to sit down as an adult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was sitting in that hammock meowing very softly. Mm-hmm. And I looked, I went outside that night. It was a beautiful night. We were looking at the stars, and I looked at him, and I heard in my mind, in my imagination, this is my sign. It's time. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, yeah. we, we had this awesome moment of connection. Wow. That evening, when I was preparing to go down the hall, down the street to talk to the neighbor, I looked out onto, you know, into the backyard. Under the hammock was our neighborhood cat. Sitting under the hammock, Val. Oh, now this was kind of, you know, this was kind of my cat's nemesis. They weren't always friendly. Uh huh. There right. were territorial issues. Right. But he was sitting, perfectly poised, staring right at me. Wow. And what I heard in my mind was, "Go down there now." Go. And I thought, "Is this cat talking to me?" <laughs> uh huh. Yes, indeed. And. Yep. Oh, my goodness. And I looked at him again, and I said, really? And he said, go down there now. Yeah. So I stood up, and as I stood up from the table, he turned very slowly, and he walked the same exact path that Punkin would walk up the back fence. Oh, wow, he's showing you. Oh, oh God, I've got chill bumps all over. Oh, I did, too. (laughs) Total chills down my spine when that happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then something else that my husband brought to my attention. He said, you know, the dogs next door, which never bark, have been Mm -hmm. barking incessantly for two days. Wow. They never, I mean, in the three years that she's lived next door, never barked. And they were on to something. They would not be quiet. Wow. As I walked out of the house down the street, they sat and stared at me. Wow. Oh, God. And their ah. heads followed me every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was like, it was like this procession. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, it was a procession. It, it was, was a, a closure. It was, it was very ceremonial. It was, yes. okay, she's finally going. Yes. They haven't barked since. Okay, so into the oh, story. God. I know I'm taking oh, a long oh, time, oh. but this is the this is the good part. This is this last piece of the puzzle that you helped me so dearly with. Okay, rang the doorbell. They answered the door. They came out, and the dearest couple. You know, we've trick or treated at their house before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I introduced myself and I said, "Do you recognize this kitty?" And he said, "That the gentleman said, we haven't seen him in a couple of months." Yeah, and he looked like he was caught. He went. Mm, like, oh, Uh-oh. she knows kind Uh-oh. of thing? Uh-oh, uh-huh. And I, I started to explain to him all the synchronicities that, you know, I understood. And he said, yes, we're the ones that return the caller. Uh-huh. And, yes, he likes to hang out on our porch. Yeah. And, yes, oh, by the way, he, you know, this is the house that he fell under the foundation. We were doing foundation work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so there was this connection made. Well, his wife was standing there, and Val... She had dementia, uh-huh. and wow. she was losing her sight, oh. and she was not hearing things very well. Uh-huh. She asked me several times what my name was, and then when I recognized that Pumpkin was mirroring for her, <laughs> yes, it flooded into me this total awareness of what animals do with us and for us. Wow. I thought that I knew, but at that moment I just knew with every part of me 
oh, it was just, she, she looked at me, she made eye contact, and her eyes were so deep, and she looked at the picture of the cat, and she couldn't verbalize what she wanted to say. Yeah. But she said to me, she said, you are so beautiful. Oh. And I, she said, this makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. And then it, literally moments later, she had to ask me what my name was again. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you remind me of my cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One minute yeah. he would know me, and the next minute he wouldn't. Right. You know, he said, don't be a stranger. And I said, I won't. And I left. As I walked back to the house, the dogs watched me. Uh The feeling of peace that I was able to take from that synchronicity was really life-changing. Yeah. And your cold got better. Oh, get this. The next day it was gone. Gone completely, (laughs) right? (laughs) Completely gone. And that was another duh. I was like, duh. Oh, yeah. Moment. But... (laughs) You know, <laughs> we that we do what we do. You know, yeah. yeah. That was also, you know, me processing grief and right. Yes. Uh, yes. It, yeah, it was instantaneous. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's what we've learned with the body talk system. Also, is if there's a block somewhere in the body mind, whether emotionally, yes. mentally, or you know, or, or to me, it's the the energetics, is the emotional, uh, mental kind of uh, energy that the body reflects. And mm-hmm. so if we have uh, something off or stuck or, you know, not shifting or moving in the emotional or mental self or spiritual self, I guess, yes. then it shows up in the physical body. So, it does. I totally agree. Yeah. Oh, man, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl. Oh, thank you so much for sharing your story. It's amazing. It was so um so wonderful to be able to reconnect with you in this way and yeah. I, I'm really grateful for pumpkin. Yeah. Know, yeah. For that. I know a lot of animals they'll get to the point where you know, their person is just desperate and they'll call out, you know, and they'll find someone like me. Mm-hmm. And and you know, when we talk to them we open the gateway of communicating and understanding each other, you know, deep understanding. Mm-hmm. Um and then everything shifts and then sometimes the animals actually are, are fine. It wasn't really their issue to begin with. Mm-hmm. And they they move on. It was their person. It's like they were bringing their person to get help in the yes. only way that they could, you know, mm-hmm. however that worked. Oh man, I that was just I'm still got goosebumps. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to watching the rest of the synchronicity play out. I know it's not done. Yeah. No, it's, it'll continue to unfold. You know, yeah. Pumpkin is still with you. Yes. So I'm sure he's still guiding, mm-hmm. uh, guiding you too. So. He feels. Oh, yeah. Tell people a little more about Mindscape. What kind of person would benefit from learning it, and how do you use it? You know, how would somebody use it in their life? Why is it important? Mm. I have had every age student. You know, I. Uh, taught my five-year-old son how to use it. Cool. You know, children naturally use their imagination. Well, we yeah. Kind of, we get programmed out of that as adults. but We do. I hate that. Yeah. You know, how many times as a child you hear, oh, it's, that's only in your imagination. Right. You know, like like, like like that's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> like you must be making this up. It's not valid. And right. when we learn not to trust it, yes, our imagination is how our, our instinct, our intuition uh, speaks to us. Yes. So it's as if we are, as adults, disengaging the most important part of our survival mechanism and our creative spirit. Yeah. You yep. know, good, good artists have great imaginations because they could see it, they could feel it, they could visualize it, and then they could bring it out into the world and manifest it. bring it to it. life, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So anyone can benefit, and everyone does benefit from Mindscape. Yes. 
Okay, good. We learn a, I mean, any age. I, I say 8 to 88, but really it's it's 5 to 100 is, is you know, okay. birth to whenever. <laughs> uh-huh. There's no limit to that. Right. Um, every person comes in where they are, and they leave in a, um, you know, in a more expanded state. I have trained sales forces, artists, doctors, stay-at-home moms, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, veterinarians, health practitioners, mm-hmm. you name it. I mean, mm-hmm. it just every type of profession, every type of person, every, every um, you know, every walk of life. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so anyone that's alive <laughs> can... Well, does that cover it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but why is it important, though? You know, you've had the course. Why is it important? It, it's uh, it was life changing for me because it yeah. it enabled me to not only have access to my inner world, but have a deeper understanding of how I interact and where I fit into the big piece. You know, right? The right. big puzzle of life. Right. Right. Um, and it really is as simple as, hmm, do I take the highway or the back way today? Yeah. Well, I think I'll take the back way. Right. Well, there was traffic. There was a wreck on the highway. Good thing I listened to my gut. Yeah. You know? Right. Hmm, do I go this way or that way with my career? Right. right. Maybe I shouldn't eat that chicken. <laughs> <laughs> In the refrigerator. Yeah. These oh, are, that's a good one. You know, these are uh-huh. simple, everyday questions, moment-to-moment questions that if, right. we, if we're not asking ourselves, you know, intuitively, we may stumble upon some roadblocks in our life. Yeah, I find personally also that it gives me access to all other information I wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. You know, um, very right. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of wonderful techniques that we learn in the program mm-hmm. about bringing in experts or yes. um, calling or calling on other consciousnesses or other bodies of knowledge uh, that mm-hmm. we can um, grasp, like a download. You know, we could literally download information. It's um, it, that is very um, that is very possible, and it really is a direct link to universal or collective uh, the collective right. unconscious. It, it's like the original Google. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and we have students that say that they use their Google Map to get their around. Google Map. Uh-huh. And, I love and, that. In Mindscape, uh-huh. you really can. You really can do that. Um, yeah. The yeah. applications are endless, and it's so much fun to access that childlike state again. It is. It's a joy. It, it's like it makes everything new again. Yes, yeah, you're right. It with new eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, many yeah. students have told me that um, for the first time in their life, they feel like they are in tune, or uh-huh. things are easier. There's less struggle. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, you've met people like that. Things just seem to fall on their lap. <laughs> yeah. And don't it's we naturally all want to have that? Yeah. Float through life. You know, it's because they are in tune with it and they've tuned their frequency with with that wavelength. Then we're all just frequencies of light. Right. Right. That's true. That's true, we are. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is there an exercise you could give us today that could get us started? There is. Okay. Oh, cool. cool. Okay, do it. it. We have a couple of minutes? I think we do. Okay. We can, let's use two things that we always have with us. Okay. Uh, one is the breath. Okay. We always have our breath, and we always have our imagination. Yes. Okay. So, um, if you're listening right now, close your eyes. Focus on the breath. Breathe in through your nose. And release the breath through your mouth. Just spend a few moments getting in touch with how that feels. Imagining that your breath is a wave. You can call it a wave of relaxation. 
you can imagine that you're at the beach if you'd like to and that you can hear the waves crashing onto the shore. If you're not at the beach, what if you're what if you're in the mountains? You could smell the trees and imagine that your breath, this wave, is the wind. And with every breath you could feel the wind gently touching your skin. Allow all of your senses, your sense of vision, your sense of smell, your sense of touch, allow those senses to explore where you are in your mind right now. Imagining a place from nature that's relaxing for you. And now that you're in this place from nature, what would resemble a wave? Would it be water? Would it be air? And imagine that wave flowing through your body with every breath. So we're going to bring this wave up to the very top of our heads. Breathe into your nose. Imagine that you're bringing this wave up to the very top of your head, the very tip top of your scalp. Take your focus there. And as you exhale, imagine this wave as it flows down over your face, through your neck, over the tops of your shoulders, rolling down over your chest, through your ribcage, into your abdomen. And then now, the same breath as you continue to breathe in and out will flow over and through your arms, and then continue down into your legs. Over and through your legs, feeling the energy of the breath traveling through the body, through the fingertips and the toes. And now open your eyes. And notice how you feel. You may notice a difference in your breathing. You may notice that you're also still somewhat focused on this place from nature. Imagining what that wave is, what it feels like, what it might even look like to you. And now you can use this technique, this, this state of being, whenever you'd like to. If you're feeling a little stressed or worried, if you'd like a deeper focus, more concentration, more awareness, whether the awareness is internally about yourself or externally about your environment, all you need to do is close your eyes and breathe. And remember what this wave feels like. Remembering this place from nature. And you'll be able to return here. So now we're going to take one more breath. And we're back. Oh, I feel refreshed. Lighter, calm, relaxed, 
very present. Oh, oh, that was lovely, Angela. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. That's what my yeah. children call their happy place. <laughs> and I, and I said, um, they use that in every type of situation. And I asked my son, why is it your happy place? He said, well, because when I do that, I feel happy. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, that makes sense. Absolutely. <laughs> And for your listeners, Val, if they Mm -hmm. would like it, I can put a uh, more expanded version of this relaxation on my website for them to access. Oh, I love that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So tell us how would we get that. Well, um, let's see. My website address, if you'd like to jot this down, is Mm -hmm. alignwithenergy.com. Okay. So when you go to alignwithenergy.com, Look on the main page. You'll see a tab. We'll have something there. You'll notice it. It will say either link to the Dr. Doolittle show or a tab that says click here for your relaxation download. Okay. Okay. Very good. So they'll click on that, and um, we're going to have it password protected. Let's do that. Okay. 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 So only your listeners will be able to access this. Yes, only our lucky listeners of the Dr. Doolittle show can have this wonderful (laughs) (laughs) download. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Okay, uh, so let's so, make an easy passcode. How about we do one, two, three, four? Oh, that's easy. Easy is one, two, three, four. I like that. Okay. And so they can enter in one, two, three, four, and then they can download it to MP, um, an MP3. Mm-hmm. Okay. Put it on their iPod or burn a okay. CD. Love it. And it will be a little bit longer. I will take them through, um, you know, a more detailed relaxation state. Um, okay. But the benefit of that is actually a deeper state of awareness. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Oh, I love it. So everybody go to www.alignwithenergy.com, A-L-I-G-N-W-I-T-H-E-N-E-R-G-Y.com, and sign up and get your download. And by the way, you're teaching classes on this. Yes, yeah, that is yeah. my passion. Yeah. Um, yes, we're having, we have classes um all over the U.S. and internationally now. Oh, cool. Um, mm. You'll Much find needed. that on my website. Mm. Okay. Um, and also on the bodytalksystem.com. Great. Yeah. You can pull up my name and, and find, um, you can find Mindscape courses all over the world. That okay. um, I would love, I would love to see you in a class. And if you do come to one of my classes, make sure you let me know that you are a listener of the Dr. G. Little Show so we'll have some things to talk about. Oh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thanks, Angela. Oh, man, I've enjoyed talking with you today. It's been my pleasure, Val. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for the good work you're doing to help change the world, to make it a happier place for all of us, our animals included. Okay, so, okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye. Give everybody a hug. I will. I will. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.